Lord God, as we gather this night, we give thanks that you speak to us. You speak to us through the death of Jesus on the cross. May we see in your death our victory that you may come and give us your life, that you may speak your truth over us. And that you might speak. Speak, Lord. For we, your servants, are listening. Amen. This night we walk with Jesus. We walk with Him up Hell's Hill of Golgotha where nails pierced His hands and His feet and He hung on a cross. But what kept Him there was not those nails, it was His love for you. His love for you held him to the cross. For you. For you. This night, Jesus dies. For you. And it's beautiful. And it's powerful. And it's victory. It's victory. Tonight we'll, we'll hear again the words of Jesus from the cross. We'll hear the story of His crucifixion. We'll hear His words. But know this, this is not a night of defeat. There is sorrow, there is agony, there is pain, absolutely. But tonight, Jesus, Jesus is victorious. And he dies knowing his victory. So we can gather here in the wake of his victory as well. We, we read uh, the parts of the story of, of David and Goliath in, in chapter 17 of 1 Samuel is far longer and there's a whole lot more detail in there, but you, know, you, you, don't, you probably weren't thinking, man, I, I hope tonight when we go to worship we hear about David and Goliath, right? It's probably not on your mind. And, and yet this story from our Old Testament is a down payment, it's a deposit, a, a, a little Good Friday. That, that speaks of who Jesus is and what He does this night as He defeats death. We see it played out with David and Goliath. Let me set the scene again, even though we just read it, right? It's, it's the Philistines, right? And, and so the Philistines and, and, and the angel, the armies of Israel are, are at war, and they, they gather, and they gather at the battlefield, and for 40 days they've been gathering and looking at each other. I don't know, I've never been in combat, but I don't imagine 
the strategy is just to go and look at each other for 40 days. Normally there's more involved, but that's the way things were. And so they, they would gather and they would, every day they would come to the battle lines and every day this nine-foot giant would come out and he would taunt and he would make fun of and he would belittle not just the armies that he was facing, but the, the God of Israel as well. See, th this wasn't just army against army. This wasn't just nation against nation. In, in these days when armies battled, it was God versus God. It was the, the God of Israel versus the, the God of the Philistines. Gagdon, who was the, the God of the harvest. And every day... The, this Philistine, this giant, this Goliath would come out and he would taunt and he would make fun of and he would belittle our, our Lord. And so, but, but because of his sheer size, man, the, the army of Israel was terrified. They were terrified. Terrified. I mean, perhaps rightfully so. Not only was he a nine-foot giant, I know I, I, I listed off a bunch of the armor and stuff that he was carrying in, in all kinds of ancient weights, but he, he had armor and, and battlement that weighed like over 125 pounds. He was a big dude, and they were terrified of him until David shows up. David, he, he hadn't done much at this point. He was young. We don't really know how old. He was probably between the ages of 14 and 19, just like every 14 to 19-year-old I know, cocky and full of life and doesn't think anything can stop him. That was David. But there was something else about David as he gathered. He, 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 was, he was angry. He was angry because this Philistine was making fun of his God. And he wasn't going to have any of that. And so he didn't taunt, he didn't come into this battle with confidence because of who he was and how great of a fighter he was, though he had defeated bears and lions, which is pretty cool. But, but he had confidence because he knew that the battle didn't belong to David, it belonged to the Lord. the God of Israel wouldn't be defeated. I mean, you, you heard, heard, heard Goliath. He, he, he made it very clear. It was winner take all. It was me, my, me, one champion from Philistine, from one champion of Israel. And, and, and whoever won, that, that, was the, that was the war. That was the battle. Whoever won that one versus one battle would, would win for their entire army. Winner, take all. This is Jesus, isn't it? This is who Jesus is. This is what Jesus does. This is the battle that Jesus wins for you tonight. Winner, take all. He defeat, sin, death, and the devil. So you don't have to. This is our hope. This 
is Jesus. This is Good Friday. And, and I love that. I, I love the way David fells Goliath with a slingshot. We, we didn't read it tonight, but it says that he goes by, by a riverbed and he picks up five smooth stones. And you, you see the battle come out, and it's finally after 40 days of them taunting and yelling back and forth and, and fearful for their lives, finally action is happening, and, and Goliath runs out, and, and David runs out, and he reaches in his bag, and he pulls out a smooth stone, and he puts it in the sling, and he... knocks Goliath off his feet with a stone. Right? I mean, did, did you hear what, what it said? Right? It, it, am I a dog that you would come after me? That's what Goliath said today. I'm going to feed you to the birds and the beasts. You are nothing. You are a pipsqueak. You are nothing. I am going to mop the floors with you, Goliath says. David responds, you come at me with a sword and a spear and a javelin. <laughs> I come at you in the name of the Lord of Israel, the Lord of hosts, the God whom you have defiled. And you're coming at me? Do you hear this? And he goes on. He says, this day... You're going to be fed to the birds and the beasts because today all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel and that all this assembly, everybody that's watching right now, may know that the Lord saves not with a sword and a spear. The battle belongs to the Lord. God doesn't fight with a sword and a spear. You know what he fights with? A stone. A stone. Our Lord fights with a rock, which is fitting, right? I mean, we of course have David beating Goliath with a rock, with a stone. Going back to the early part of our Bible, the early part of Genesis, we, we have the whole incident with the serpent and Adam and Eve, and they're kicked out of the garden, and almost the very next scene is, is the story of Cain and Abel. Do you remember that story? The brothers. The brothers, and they brought sacrifices to the Lord. They brought an offering to the Lord, and the Lord liked one and didn't like the other. He liked Abel's, but he didn't like Cain's. And so Cain rose up and killed his brother. It doesn't say in Scripture, but there's a, a tradition, an ancient tradition that says that after the, the serpent left the garden, that he went and he found Cain and Abel in the field, and there... The serpent, the same one that whispered into Eve's ears, whispered and planted the, the bug, the, the virus in, in Cain's mind to say, kill your brother, here's a stone. 
You see, sin, when it entered the garden, it ruined everything. Rotten fruit that Eve and Adam ate. The first thing that, the, the first fruits of that sin was death by a stone. And now we have the deposit of who Jesus is in the story of David and Goliath who slays the giant with a stone. A down payment. The Lord doesn't fight with swords and spears. He fights with rocks. How do I know? You'll know too if you join us on Sunday morning when we hear again the story of an angel who rolled away a stone. A stone. The Lord fights with rocks. Just as David defeated Goliath and cut off the head of that giant. Jesus this night defeats death by death. And the victory announced by a stone. This, this is our Savior. Winner takes all. Tonight, he wins. In the name of Christ. Amen.